Hello and welcome. Today we've got Melissa Redpill and today we are going to be discussing how the deep state are in, are panicking in Brazil. Now, just before we begin, you can subscribe to my Rumble channel, nvtvnews.com and to nicholasfaniarmin.com for my free email updates. Melissa, thank you for joining me. How are you and what have you been up to? How everything and happy new year. We have got so much to talk about. We, the, this whole thing, like you said, in Brazil, this is exposing them so big. And I want everyone to know about that and how it's all connected. So I know our time is short, so let's go ahead and get it, right? Let's, let's go. go for it. Let's so go. you're saying that the this is a January the 6th repeat in Brazil right. uh, of what's right. happened in 2020. Right, right. So yeah, you know, I've got so much to talk about. Plus, I wanted to talk about how this is connected to what the Biden administration, everything is being exposed before all the world. And this is, this is a gigantic, uh, and it, they're all connected because they're all in this cabal together, right? So this is something that just came out last night with Biden about how he took classified documents when he was a vice president. And everybody's starting to realize that these people are criminals and the mainstream media is in on it been briefed, sir, on the top secret documents that were found at Mar-a-Lago? No. What did you think to yourself? How that could possibly happen. How anyone could be that irresponsible. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. I, uh, there's breaking news here. Jake Sherman over at Punchbowl, which is on Capitol Hill. Uh, Comer. And this is why there's a new day dawning. And I'm feeling good. Okay, and I realize a lot of people have been disappointed about a lot of things. But hey, it, 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 there's a new day dawning. Comer. Uh, is telling, I think, uh, Bresna, uh, one of the guys from, from Punchbowl, that he will, this is Comer, he will send a letter to the White House Counsel's Office and National Archives tomorrow on the, wait for it, classified documents found at University of Pennsylvania at that Biden Center, the Biden deal he had, underwritten as Natalie Winters remembers, I think, by partly by the Chinese Communist Party. Classified documents. Whoa, baby. They can't cover this up anymore. They just can't, especially with us on Twitter and on all the different social media. So let's charge into battle and let's share this information. So this is now Comer is one of the chief ones that is uh, heading up one of these committees in uh, in Congress now. So this is gigantic that this is all coming out at this very moment because we're going to expose this. We're not going to we're not going to let them um, <laughs> sell our secrets to the Chinese Communist Party. You know, and that and all the things that they they railed on President Trump for all that time, and they were doing the very thing way back when President Trump. Um, uh, was just about to, quote, leave office. He went to a place called the Alamo, right on the border. And he, they were talking about impeaching him. And he was like, be careful what you wish for, because this is exactly what's going to happen. Several of them, Byron Donalds um, and um, MTG are coming out saying, we're going to impeach this guy. And so this, I mean, when he's selling national secrets, top secret, the very top secret to the Chinese Communist Party, we know this. This people aren't going to put up with that. Okay, so this is um, 
I'm sure you guys already know about what all would hap- happen with uh, these 20 people who are such great patriots and putting us, uh, changing the rules. Well, this just got approved. Let me see if I can find the exact screen. Here's the one. The, the rules package was approved. So we're going to run this thing the right. And it's uh, right now on C-SPAN and you can watch them doing votes. They're actually in there doing votes. And, and so they're not going to play this thing where the, everything's done in the dark anymore. So this is very, very exciting. Um, anyway, so yeah, they removed those 80,000, the funding for the 87,000 IRS agents, just like basically what Lula's trying to do in Brazil, all these tyrants coming in at the same time, just locking down all of our um, you know, changing all of our freedoms. This is this is this guy named Andrew Clyde, and he's talking about the church commission or ch- church committee. And this is um, basically the same again, same thing they're trying to do in Brazil, where they they have been um, spying on us, as we know. But now it's come to everyone's attention, and this committee will really help to bring this to the forefront for everyone and to show how the CIA, the FBI and the NIH, all of them, NSA, all of them have been spying on us. So I want you to hear a little bit about what Andrew Clyde is saying, because they're going for it. They are not, they cannot play. They can't pretend that this is no big deal. This is a huge deal. Individual citizens by silencing them. And that's what's been happening through Twitter, Facebook, Google, you know, Instagram. All of these big tech companies have been colluding with the federal government, the various three letter agencies, to silence the American people. And that is unconstitutional. It violates the First Amendment because the government is, is initiating it here. And the government cannot do that. And that's what this bill does. It prevents, it, it states very, very clearly, and it's got some teeth to it too. If there's a federal um, uh, employee that is involved in this, then they're subject to termination. So it, it's a great bill. I look forward to reintroducing it in the 118th. And uh, the church committee is going to expose the extent to which big tech has been colluding with the government, and which is why it's going to make this bill even uh, more important. But uh, the church committee is truly going to be a tremendously powerful committee. It will have authority even over um, the intelligence communities, which is should absolutely terrify uh, uh the Biden administration and the executive branch. We are going to to hold them accountable to the American people finally, once and for all. It's very exciting that that was Mm. done back in 75, 1975. This man named Church, uh, uh, Senator Church, came out and said we need to put a stop to the uh, intelligence community or the whole thing, our whole country is going to be, you know, under their surveillance. And here we are, just exactly like he had warned. So I want you to see, I want y'all to see that. Um, so this is very, very exciting. Actually, this morning, this wonderful lady, her name is Virginia Fox. She actually is, is heading up a, com, uh, a committee called, they, they used to call, this is very important. She used, they used to call it labor, but she's calling it uh, the Committee on Education and the Workforce. Because they want to call us labor as if we are their underlings, as if we are their, um, their um, basically their slaves. And she's saying, no, that we, we call everyone the workforce because you were made, listen, she's awesome. It makes me so happy to see God's name used in, a, a, in an honorable way in the, in the House of Representatives. I've gone through glimpses. 
That is why House Republicans are once again changing the name of the committee I now chair to the Committee on Education and the Workforce. Every time Democrats take control of the House, they swap out the word workforce for labor. This back and forth is at the core of Republicans and Democrats' differing views on the concept of work. The Bible tells us that when God created Adam and Eve, he gave them the garden to cultivate and animals to name. This was work. Being made in the image of God means that we, like him, have the capacity to build, create, and bring order from chaos. And using our God-given gifts, mankind has done just that. This ability to work and create is something to celebrate, not lament. And she goes into how this is the Marxist uh, ideology to make us feel like we are not uh, you know, don't have human rights, that we are not created in the image of God. They they have to take away, they have to strip that away from us, make us think that we're just the, the, the you know, have a slave mentality. And that's so exciting to see her going up, Virginia Fox, and uh, and uh, restoring what, what we know to be true is that God has given us these abilities to work and work is not a bad thing. Um, and anyway, so this is, this is very exciting. Then president Trump just posted this. Some things never change. He posted this video. 17 posted this 25 times. Maybe if we have time at the end, we'll, I'll show you a little bit about it, but basically he's saying our movement is about destroying this whole, um, uh, group that is trying to to make us into their slaves that's basically in a nutshell what he's saying on here and so that's exciting so this is what's happening in brazil and if we don't watch out this is the same thing they're they will try to do here they actually have 1700 people let me see if i can find the one 1700 people uh, that they arrested and put into this holding place their children in there too as of last night they had been in there all day long from since 8 a.m without any water they had not had anything to drink and it's about one account was that two people had already died so something has to change about this immediately immediately and if it were up to them they would have done this to us on january 6th so their january 8th was our january 6th so what happened was they came along and said oh the the these people are rioting they're doing all this it was not the true patriots they've been out for months they've been marching in the streets saying we don't want lula we want bolsonaro and they've been peaceful and they've done you know peaceful and patriotic protests and so then they went along and they they um someone went and, and destroyed this building it looks doesn't it look just exactly like you know what happened on january 6th the, the people were saying this is our house this is we are free to to peacefully protest but the bad guys the 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 antifa types went in and they destroyed the the this building and so that's how lula who was just chomping at the bit to do this he was excited to come in and and uh, arrest these people and throw them into this concentration camp like this and to and to, to stop them now the crazy thing is why isn't the un doing something this is against the geneva conventions for him to do this to people and put into and, and to hold them and, and and without even water and the un is pointless useless and you know they're, they're clearly working for the cabal and not for us so i wanted everybody to see that now that the, the uh the thing also is that 
Bolsonaro's in Florida right now. And he is um, he's here to because he knew Lula would have you know, arrested him and he would have been dead already. Let's just let's just be honest. And so or they would use him for their evil purposes. So he was stabbed in 2018 and just in a terrible uh, his abdomen was all cut up. It barely lived to tell about it. And so from time to time, he has bouts of uh, internal uh, from this internal injury that he had. Um, but so he went to a hospital in Florida. He's in the hospital right now, Jan as of here today, it's January 10th, 2023. So he's in the hospital. Now, this is very strange because he is, he's got his pants on. I mean, his jeans on, like he's ready to go. He, you know, so it's very strange. Are his jeans or is that tracksuit bottoms? Something, some kind of pants. He's got, a, you know, normally if you see someone in a hospital, they've got the sheet over them. They've got, you know, a, a gown on, whatever, but he's got on his pants. So this is the thing, you know, I don't want them to, I don't want him to leave. If he leaves that hospital, I'm afraid the administration, the Biden administration would uh, have him extradited back to Brazil. That's what I'm mm -hmm. worried about. I mean, this whole thing, this is precipice. This is horrible. And the, the people of Brazil have done everything they were supposed to do. And they're in just a desperate, desperate plight. But he's in the hospital. I don't know how long he's going to stay there. Who knows what's going to happen next. But um, let's all share this information and, and not listen to the mainstream media. The media is the enemy of the people. Everyone needs to see these pictures and understand what they're doing and how this, this whole thing that happened January 8th was exactly like what they tried to do to us, to blame us for something we didn't do. And we're just trying to have a peaceful protest. And that's what President Trump just posted today. And, and um, it was a retweet from Donald Trump Jr. And he was saying, um, you know, basically that this clearly this woman is not an insurrectionist. It's a little lady, you know, with a flag who's just wanting her freedom. And so he's saying, pass it on, retweet and pass it on. So I posted this on my telegram. My telegram is Melissa Red Pill. So everyone go over and um, and share this. So that's now we're we've got back into this digital battlefield. So let's use it and let's try to get like one um, the other day I posted something. You got like 200,000 views. You know, because we all work together and we would help to get this truth out because the people over on Twitter, most of them have just, you know, been, they, they, they have not had any truth. They've just been brainwashed into, into, you know, thinking things like that Lula's good and, and that, you know, they, these people who were, went up there January 6th or January 8th in Brazil are, are, you know, insurrectionists. So even, even Acosta, uh, AOC is standing with Lula. Look at this tweet of hers. Nearly two years to the day the U.S. Capitol was attacked by fascists, we see fascist movements abroad attempt uh, to do the same in Brazil. We must stand in solidarity with Lula, official, uh, democratically elected government. This man mm -hmm. is the CCP. Isn't that crazy? Of course, and even on the U.K. mainstream media, they're saying that, you know, they're dangerous, you know, like the Trump supporters and they're, they're comparing it all to Trump. So they, so although they're so obsessed with Trump and they've got nothing better to report and it, it's getting very boring for them. So they always have to bring Trump back in wherever in they can well, in everything. Yeah. It's always Trump's fault or Trump supporters. They are violent. They are dangerous. And like right. the Trump in January the 6th, right. you know, uh, right. They they're not seeing it as this is what the people want. Right, right, exactly. I'm just I wonder about if the people who have followed AOC if they are 
if they're buying into what she's saying. I don't know. And then Barack Obama did the same thing. He posted the entire world has a stake in the success of Brazil's democracy. Together, we must reject any effort to overturn or disrupt the will of the Brazilian people and affirm the peaceful transfer of power as a cornerstone of democracy. He just posted that last you, night. And how, but how he's saying that? How can you reject the Brazilian, the will of the Brazilian people? It, it contradicts the results of the elections, doesn't it? Right. You you see a sea of people. We, you know, you look back on my on my my, uh, my my social media, you'll see just a sea of tens of millions of people have been out in the streets saying they wanted Bolsonaro. You know, so what are you going to believe? Your lying eyes? I mean, this is this is clearly uh, the people did not want Lula, but he, Barack well, Obama is joining in with them, and as well as AOC. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Bar- Barack Obama is blatantly telling us. That the that the election, the result of the election, was not to do with the will of the Brazilian people, because he's clearly saying that we must reject any effort to overturn or disrupt the will of the Brazilian people. Right. Meaning, <laughs> right. well, if that if 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 you have to disrupt the will of the people, then how did how was the result of the election that then? Exactly. Look at the will of the people. Look, it's just millions of them. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is not five people at the you know who are who are doing this protest it's 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 cool. uh it's a it's coming to a head here because it's becoming so obvious you know and but again it's so difficult when people just they don't think they just are told what to think and they won't exactly. you know, look at the clear evidence and part of it is because so much of this evidence has been hidden from them. But the great thing about it is that um, now Elon Musk on Twitter is is making this available to people. OK, so that's where um, we can we can share this information. Now, he was banned uh, in in Brazil. Let me show you what happened. He fired an entire team of Twitter in Brazil, including those responsible for moderating content after discovering the employees benefited leftist politicians in the Brazilian elections. Same thing they did here. They were doing what they, you know, just to to to, to pump up the the, you know, the the, the Chinese Communist Party uh, candidates, Lula, etc. So they've done the same thing here, and so he fired them. And so the thing is, he the, unfortunately he's just about lost the ability to use Twitter there because they they don't they don't want a free speech platform. Okay, there's also no more, and I did see people in that build in that in that concentration camp all using their phones to try to share out videos of what was going on but the thing is at some point soon they'll lose they won't have any power for their phones um there's no more press office for twitter in brazil the social media network is without a communication area extinguished after the conclusion of the acquisition of twitter by musk in october so they've already done all of that because Musk took over and they knew that he was going to make sure that there was free speech. They can't have that because then their lives fold like a house of cards. And that's our role is to whatever we can do to get this truth in anywhere we can. So that's why we are busy about it all the time, whether it's Telegram or Getter or really Twitter is the more the, the better place to put this because the most important because that's where the normies are. But pretty much if someone's on Telegram or, you know, all the other alternative sites, they're, yes, they want, they need to know the information, but they're likely more awake and seeing through all this. So only the Twitter sales team is active in Brazil. Only 
a half a percent of the total number of employees remain in Brazil. So that's what's going on there. But he posted this on Twitter. Um, he retweeted where President Trump is talking about how they, the whole Russia hoax, how they just, the whole, this whole lying house of cards, and they got the Pulitzer over the Russian Russia hoax. That has got to come out. He says it's not left or right. They just got the got it completely wrong, and they need to own it. So this is what we just posted last night, and Elon Musk replied exactly. So with President Trump and Elon Musk posting something, it's going to get a lot of traction. And again, we just mm-hmm. keep we just keep pushing it out there to people to help them understand this. The media is the enemy of the people. Just don't believe a word they say. Really, seriously. I mean, seriously, just about anything that they say, you have to be just take it with a grain of salt. So here's what at the beginning of that post, before you see where they're talking about Pulitzer and how President Trump retweeted, it's talking about that in an election where let me see if I can find that exact spot. I mean, I'll just I'm actually on Twitter right now. In an election, let me see if I can find it. I'll just read it where I had typed it up. In an election where oligarchs spent trillions, the CIA, the DHS, and the FBI were involved, the mainstream media did everything to, to swing an election. They're worried about these Twitter bots. Oh, it's the Russian bots that affected the election. When they've spent trillions, they've you know suspended anybody who's, saying, who's supporting any of the other candidates, like Trump or like Bolsonaro in Brazil. And now they're saying, oh, Russian bots, whatever. Give us a break. So that's you know, I posted that on Twitter. So everybody go and share that also. And let's see if we can get everybody to understand how they've been playing us for a bunch of chumps. All right. So for those of you who are new, this is my site. I talk about how this is biblical and this is the bringing down of this house of cards. It's talked about this on the board, this house of cards. And that goes back to a, uh, this story of the battle of Jericho years and years ago. I actually got to go to Jericho and no one has ever built on that area. Again, it was, there was like a, you know, you know, whatever. It says, don't ever, anyone ever build on this cursed place again. These people were Canaanites. What, when you think of Canaanite, you think of cannibal. This is why they were, uh, it was ordered for them to get rid of these people because clearly if someone's willing to do that, they cannot live on this earth. They have to be removed. So I've been writing another book about how these Bible stories are happening before our eyes. And so I wanted to read a little portion of this to you because this is the pulling down of this, uh, all of this that's going on, whether it's happening in our Congress that where people are, you know, now the truth is going to be able to come out, whether it's you know, they're being exposed because they're having to say they're for something like what Lula is doing. Isn't that crazy mm-hmm. to think that AOC mm-hmm. and Barack Obama are, are promoting what Lula is doing? I mean, this is becoming so obvious to people that they have to you know wake up and smell the coffee anyway so um this so they've gone around the city of jericho imagine a wall uh, a, a a giant wall and everyone has their home actually in the wall and they they they, they it's part their home is part of the wall and they have a, a rooftop that they can go walk on so it's everyone's got a like a rooftop so they can go and look over outside the wall and see the the people marching around. 
And this is so crazy because you think, okay, in order to take the city, they're going to have to get some battering rams. They're going to have to do, you know, throw some, you know, some oil over the feet, over the wall or something, hot oil. But that's not the way God did it. He says, I want you to march around. I want you to uh, have the, the Ark of the Covenant, which was was the presence of God was with them. And the tr- the the priests would blow the trumpets. Here's a picture of it. I'll show you a picture. Here they are. They're going, they're marching around the entire city, but they don't, they don't use a slingshot. They don't have any normal weapons and they just march around. And that's the way kind of what we are doing. You, you and I, thank God, we have not had to go and fire the first bullet, but we are tr- speaking truth. We're blasting out the truth with these trumpets, like with a trump. I mean, this is so biblical. It's not even not even close. Right. And so but these walls are here and we're trying to bring down these walls. How do we do this? And it's because we march around. Well, this is so I don't know. This is kind of an interesting thing that I think. So they marched around for seven days. Each day they would go one time around and they would go back to camp. Second day they would go around around and they would go back to camp. Third day, same thing. Didn't say a word. And then on the seventh day, they started to go around the walls, but then they kept going the second time and then a third time. Now, what are the people going to do who live inside here? These cannibals, these Canaanite cannibals, what are they going to do? They're all going to go up on their roof and see what is going on. They're not going to go along business as usual, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the with the cabal right now. They are you know, having to get involved and see, oh, let's try to like, like Barack Obama, let's, let's, let's talk about Lula and, and we need to support Lula. Same thing with AOC. They are getting all involved because they're panicking because they realize we're not going to stop until their, their evil is destroyed and brought down. Anyway, so like, this is the, go ahead. Like Trump says, they're working overtime. Oh, they are. <laughs> they are. We all are. But they really are. So anyway, these are my first two books that I wrote, The End Times and A Thousand Years of Peace, because I break down the end, what, what the end time really is about, because what they told us was not true. And then the other one is End Times Major Clues for Minor Prophets. So I'm writing this one about all these Bible stories being fulfilled. So this is uh, just a little snippet from that. Says by this time, I bet everyone in Jericho was watching from their rooftop to see what was going to happen. Fear and dread were filling their minds. What in the world were the Israelites doing? The people of Jericho couldn't understand it any more than the New World Order could understand the plans of this incredible military operation. Nothing is happening. I've heard it. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. Nothing is happening. But then, on the seventh day. On the seventh circuit around the walls, something happened. The priests blew a loud blast with their trumpets. This That signal for the people to start shouting. The priests kept blowing their trumpets and the people kept shouting until something happened. The walls of Jericho literally started to crumble. Between all the sound waves and all the people on top of the walls, the walls of Jericho fell down flat. And all the people on top of the walls fell down with it. And then the people, mm-hmm. they charged into the city and they destroyed. So this is, this is a picture of what we are, what we are doing. And I find it kind of interesting that president Trump was elected uh, in 2016. So if you think of 2016 to 2017, that was one time, one year, one time around the city. And then two times around the city, the next year was two times this is the seventh year. 
since President Trump was elected. Mm, I see what you mean. The seventh year since that time he was elected. So you're saying that this could be a significant year, 2023. It could be. It could be. Um, you know, I, I'm just looking at the symbolism that we have in all these Bible stories. I've got like in my book, I'm going to have like 15 Bible stories. And there's in each one of them, there's symbolism that that you can go well does this is this you know does this mean this so on the also on the book uh, on the website freedomforce.live if you scroll down you you guys have seen this many times before but this is the sign that the lord gave us that this was the beginning of this battle and no doubt the world has been in this uh, outrageous battle to birth this kingdom this is a sign called the woman in labor or jesus called it the sign of the son of man so seven that you could also look at it as seven times from that seven years from that so I, anyway either way we are we've gone around and around very, and around and around <laughs> absolutely very interesting and we are wanting to get get this thing show on the road um, before we go i wanted to just give a a, a tribute yeah. to our wonderful wonderful patriot diamond and um everyone's heart is absolutely broken i just want to play this little clip of her absolutely. nobody like nobody like diamond and I, I just our hearts go out to silk because she must her heart um her heart i'm sure is broken so check this out we want to remember the good times because he's very patriotic he yes. loves yep. this country mm -hmm. he loves america yep. yes. and he loves yep. americans yes. here's my last thing i want everybody to make sure that you vote right so you won't get left vote red r-e-z remove every democrat by yes. voting them out yes. <laughs> Isn't that great? What a wonderful woman. Wonderful. And, uh, I, and she's I, cheering us on. Go ahead. I give my condolences and, and yes. the prayers and, and my thoughts with her family if they're yes. watching. Yes. You know? uh, it's uh, it's we're we're all feeling it, but we know that they are even all the more. So, yeah, that was everything I had for you, sir, today. So let's just keep in the fight. Everybody keep keep uh, keep sharing. Keep blasting that trumpet like they did. However many times we got to go around this <laughs> around this uh, the walls of well, Jericho. Absolutely. Well, Minister Redpill, thank you very much. And we'll catch up again very, very soon. And God bless you. Take care. All right. Thanks. Bye, guys. <laughs>